This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Saturday night, the Duke Blue Devils were this close to maybe putting their feet on the necks of Florida State, of fourth-ranked Florida State in Tallahassee. They couldn't get it in the end zone. They allowed Florida State to drive, I think it was 96 yards, for the go-ahead touchdown, and then that was like the floodgates opening. Because once Florida State had the lead, Duke was kind of cooked, and they were without Riley Leonard. My friend Dave Harding, Duke Radio Network, Blue Devil Network, joins us on the Adam Gold Show. All right, sir, you were there, Doak where Florida State has won national championships and put player after player after player after player in the NFL. And when you got to the fourth quarter and it was 20-17, to 17, what was running through your mind? Duke had a chance. And it was a position the Blue Devils have not been in uh, really ever against Florida State. The Blue Devils have never beaten the Seminoles uh, in the series history. And so, you know, you, you got them on the ropes. You'd weathered the storm, so to speak. It was a rocking atmosphere. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, the Blue Devils were not able to close it out, but they had done everything they needed to through three quarters to put yourself in a position to uh, at least have a crack at it. It's funny. Um, I'm not even sure they've had the lead like in the last 20 some odd years. Like, yeah. Ever, like to not like score first, kick a field goal, nothing. Uh, that was what was so remarkable. But I thought, especially in the beginning of the game, the way their defense stuffed Florida State. Seminoles really couldn't run the ball. Uh, I thought they, their defense was so good. I thought that caught Florida State by surprise, although I'm not sure why it would catch anybody by surprise, unless you haven't been watching. Um, but that was an opportunity there. And I, I go back to the Notre Dame game. How things are different, and I hate to play this game, if they just stop Sam Hartman and Riley Leonard is healthy. You and I talked before the game. I wouldn't have played Riley. Uh, why do you think they did? I think you you kind of had to um, when clearly the medical staff cleared him at right. some point leading up to the game. Obviously, Riley wanted to play, and he certainly gives you the best shot at winning. And I think if you're Mike Elko, you know, you're considering what your locker room wants, what your star quarterback wants. And you know, given the way that your defense is playing, uh, the way Blue Devils have competed against some of the, the better teams in the country to that point, that you have a shot. Even though maybe Vegas doesn't give you a shot right. or other people, you know, you have a chance at winning. And if you're able to pick up that game and and close it out in the fourth quarter the way we were just talking how the blue devils were so close you are you know cleared clearly leading in the clubhouse from an acc run perspective and put yourself with a little bit of wiggle room as you close out this acc stretch that the blue devils have kind of a grueling stretch so i i think with all of those things kind of paired together you, you need to roll them out there. I also think, and again, I, I'm no medical expert, but I've struggled with it, an ankle during my playing days. Right. And 
even a year after I tweaked my ankle, I was still having some residual effects. Sure. So I don't know if if Riley this year were, will ever feel 100%. So at what point are you waiting for him uh, to, to get back to? You know, you always run the risk of, of the re-injury. And it, unfortunately, it happened at a really critical time for Duke. And I guess if you're a Duke fan, um, or really anybody but a Louisville fan at this point, perhaps, <laughs> you're, you're, you're hoping that uh, Ryan Leonard is good to go for this Saturday. Um, and because you know, he, he clearly is the, the big X factor for the Blue Devil offense. Here's the uh, thing. The defense, it, we kind of know. Yeah. The offense has had some passing issues. I mean, what they completed uh, 18, I think, passes but the, the past two weeks. So right. you need Riley Leonard out there to be your best. I think they completed just like seven, right, against Florida State. Um uh, Riley can, was like six of seventeen, and Henry was I, I think completed one pass. Here's the thing, with no, with no real passing threat, and knowing that Riley Leonard couldn't run it, Duke was still effective enough on the ground. They were still able to move the chains, which is kind of remarkable to me, because Henry Bielen does give them a little bit more juice, at least did. Um, Theoretically, I guess, in the past game, although it was hard to prove that based on statistical data, I, I just is is it enough to just have the threat that Riley Leonard might just remember what he's great at, which is being an el- elusive runner, and that that would be enough? Because I couldn't believe that they were able to run the ball without the threat of Riley. I think it is enough just to have the threat. I mean, we did see one occasion in the game; it was a. Uh, second and long, I believe. The Blue Devils uh, were kind of backed up. Riley kind of did a Riley thing and ran off the right side, improvised a little bit, and got it to a third down and manageable that the right. Blue Devils were then able to convert. You know, his his elusiveness, uh, the sack avoidance, um, all of those things definitely change the demeanor of a defense and you've got to make sure that you're containing him even if he's a little bit hobbled. So, yeah, I I also think though, Adam, one thing we've learned and we just talked about how good the Duke defense is, this is a legitimate rushing attack for the blue devil offense. As you said, Florida state, a very good defensive unit the week before NC state as well, especially when it comes to stopping the run, they're, they are built to take away that run threat, and the Blue Devil offensive line and running backs continue to have a, an effective attack, and it's partially because of physicality and distorting the defense. But I think Jacquez Moore and Jordan Moore, two of the best running backs in the country, especially as a tandem when you think about what each of them has from a strength perspective, Waters, um, sorry, Jordan Waters. Jordan right. Waters is much more of a, uh, you know, the, the power back. And then Jacquez Moore is kind of the, the speedster. I mean, he ran away from the entire Florida State defense for 42 yards on the opening drive. That was a heck of a touchdown run, man. Uh, at first look, I'm like, well, we, I think he might have been out of bounds before, but he managed to keep his whole, whole body uh, from touching out of bounds before he hit the pylon. That was an incredible run. By the way, Jordan Waters is a friend of the program and is a big fan of eating at McDonald's. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, it's, it's one, of his, one of his favorite things. Also, doesn't watch any football. 
Adam Gold in studio with my friend, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I call you coach, so give me a financial red zone. You know, when you get close to retirement, you're in that financial red zone. And so as we get closer to, and closer to retirement, it's more and more important that we don't make mistakes with our money. Our money needs to be there for the rest of our lives. Right. We can't fumble it. So let's get your money in a place it should be to give you that lifetime income you can never outlive that does not go away when the stock market goes down. 888-843-0013. Coach Pete Deruta. You could also text. Adam to 600-700. He doesn't watch football. It's it's because he makes enough plays. He, he doesn't have to go consume it anywhere else, right? He, he just does. watches his own tape. He goes to McDonald's and he that. goes hangs out with his family. Uh, he does not. He does not watch any football. Dave Harding is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. All right, so now walk me through uh, what's next. First of all, do you expect Riley to play at Louisville? And they've only got two losses. They're not out of it, but they probably, well, not probably, they've got to win out to make it to Charlotte. But I, I think mean, they yeah, can win. Only, I think they can win every game they've got left. They've only got one loss in conference because right. the other was, was that non-con loss. And yeah, I mean, this does feel kind of like a must-win game if they want to play in Charlotte. Just with the way that, you know, doing away with divisions, Louisville right now has been playing well. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they, they slipped up before the bye week. They were open last week, but against Pittsburgh with some turnovers, their path, after, if, say they're able yeah. to knock off Duke, their path to kind of a perfect finish is a little bit easier than the Blue Devils with just who they have remaining on their schedule. Duke still has to go to Chapel Hill. Um, you're, you know, you're hosting Wake Forest. You got to go on another road trip up to Virginia. So there are a few games that still loom large. Pittsburgh to close the year where Duke hasn't had great success against the Panthers over the years. So a tough still remainder of the season. You got to handle this week first. And, you know, you ask, do I expect Ryder to play Mike Elko's line as it has been the past couple of weeks is he's day to day, shockingly. But, you know, I think you can kind of look at what, what he looked like on the sideline uh, after the game against Florida state. Uh, he was certainly trying to make a case for getting <laughs> back into the game. So I, I, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, either way, I think the, the big thing for the Blue Devils this week is going to be finding a way to run the ball against a Louisville team that's only giving up on average like 90 yards a right. game on the ground. So, again, you find yourself in a, another top 25 matchup, which what I think that's the fourth or fifth one for the Blue Devils this yeah. season. And then uh, another stingy defense on the ground. So you've got to find either an ability to run the ball against them or – open up your passing game, which Duke has been a little sluggish in over the past couple of weeks. And then defensively, finally going against more of a pro-style quarterback. Uh, that you know, Jordan Travis was in position to be sacked a few times on Saturday night. Right. I thought the Duke defensive line did a good job of, of providing and applying some pressure, and he finds a way out. So this week, you got somebody that likes to stay in the pocket a little bit longer. Maybe you've got a chance to apply some heat and uh, win the turnover margin. But Definitely feels when you think about Duke's path to getting to Charlotte, which I think they are an ACC championship level team just with what we saw. I mean, if Riley Leonard's healthy, they've got a great shot of winning the game on Saturday night. Um, They've got to beat Louisville, and it's going to be tough. Yeah, so if the mission is to beat Louisville, if Riley Leonard is as convincing as he obviously is, uh, I think he'll be under center. 
Uh, I'm nervous for him because he, it's hard to protect yourself when you're you're just not your normal self, and he is not. Dave Harding, you are your normal self, and I appreciate your time, man. I'll talk to you very soon. Sounds good. Uh, I don't know if that's a good or bad no, thing. No, it's a great thing. What do you mean, is it a good or bad thing? It's a great thing. Oh, okay. I handsome, appreciate it. Handsome you, as you, you are. Were, you were exceptional today. I'll say that. Go, go, go away. Go away. Dave Harding, we don't need that. I'm exceptional today. I was, I'm, I'm barely making it move today. Uh, whatever that, uh, whatever that means. Are you struggling to get a good night's sleep? Look no further than Parkway Sleep. For 20 years, we have been your locally owned and operated sleep center. I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Did you know that people are waiting a staggering six to eight months for a sleep study at other sleep labs? At Parkway, we understand the importance of your sleep needs. That's why we offer openings within weeks, not months, saving you time. Don't let sleepless nights take over your life. Visit us today at parkwaysleep.com. Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sound sleep, sound health.